This is Outcasting Overtime for Media for the Public Good, creator of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Hi, I'm Shoshana, an Outcasting youth broadcaster. I was around 12 years old when I attended my first Pride March. I tagged along with my mother because a friend of hers canceled on her, and I had conveniently come out as bisexual to her a couple months earlier. The first couple of marches I attended, my mom and I were actually in it. In those early marches, I tended to make mistakes. For my first parade, I tried to incorporate the colors of the bisexual flag into my eye makeup, but I definitely overestimated my skills as a makeup artist because instead of the sunset-inspired look that I was going for, I ended up looking like I had two fresh black eyes. The outfit I wore for my second parade consisted of a blindingly neon rainbow t-shirt, a pair of rainbow basketball shorts that I bought in the pride section at Target, and a pair of bedazzled Converse sneakers, which I didn't think to break in beforehand. Those shoes obviously ended up being a huge mistake because I wound up walking the last half of the parade in my Sesame Street socks. In the months following my first parade, I had begun to hear people label it as a march. As I've gotten older, I've learned more about the events that caused Pride to exist in the first place. When I was around 13 or 14, I learned that the Pride Parade isn't even a parade at all, but a Pride March that commemorates protests and riots that were started by ordinary people just like you and me. I don't think I understood what empowerment meant until I learned about Stonewall, the 1969 uprising that catalyzed the modern gay rights movement. It was a spontaneous revolution from regular people who were fed up with the way that they were being treated. They just wanted to exist authentically. Today, we take it for granted that same-sex couples can hold hands in public. But back then, doing something that simple could be dangerous. When I came out as bi to my mom when I was 11, I knew practically nothing about any other different sexual identities. I lied to myself in order to stay aligned with my narrow view of what I thought my sexuality had to be. Recently. I've been the most loose I've ever been about my identity, but I've also never felt more secure. I tend to say that I'm queer or that I go with the flow. I don't particularly care about how my sexuality is perceived by others. I know that I feel comfortable in my identity as a queer person, and making myself palatable to the straight people around me is something that I am not interested in doing. I've been raised with the mindset that my queerness is valid, and that lets me be open to questioning my sexuality throughout my life without much shame or judgment. I realize now that I don't have to simplify myself in order to make other people feel comfortable. There are too few spaces where LGBTQ plus individuals can feel truly authentic. And for me, the Pride March is somewhere that I've always felt I can be authentically myself, no matter how much I evolve and change throughout the years that I attend. Now I'm 17 and I can definitely enjoy the parade even more because of what I've learned about myself and the LGBTQ equality movement over the past few years. Even though I'm still literally a child, going into my last parade at 14 years old compared to 17 years old feels drastically different. Pride wasn't even happening over the last two years because of the pandemic, so this year will probably take some time to get used to. It'll be my first march that I'll be attending with my friends instead of my mom. I do have my fair share of social anxiety, but the way that I'm able to navigate myself through queer spaces is an ability that I'm extremely grateful to have. Thanks for listening to Outcasting Overtime from Outcasting Media, creator of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Outcasting Media is a production of Media for the Public Good, based in New York. Our executive producer is Mark Sofas. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about outcasting. Make your tax-deductible donation, watch outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to outcasting and related content. 
You can also find Outcasting wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Shoshana. Thanks, and thanks for listening.